episode 31 of Dom Day Tales, the world's number one podcast covering Canada Day softball tournaments in Rexdale. I'm your host, Justin, and as always, I'm with my esteemed co-hosts, the Stooges of Stupor, the Wizards of Wordsmith, Babe, Donnie, and Cote. And as always, our executive producer, Dizzy Patterson, is self-serving the finest crispy cold certified cans of course. All right, gents, we have three people who are no strangers to the booze coming on tonight. So why don't you tell me, what's your pre-Dom Day booze routine to get into good liver shape? Donnie, why don't we start with you? Oh, boy. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a routine. I, I don't drink much, really. So oh, come, 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 come Dom Day, uh, it's, uh, you know, I have to bear down and get ready. And so it usually starts around uh, 10 days before we depart with, uh, I have a delivery that get, gets made every year to the house. Um Actually, the one from last year is probably still sitting at the house. I forgot to cancel it with the fire and all. But I usually get a, a skid of Tall Boys, Coors Light aluminum can, Tall Boys, a skid, and we start diving in and we really get into it come program time because that's when it really <laughs> gets good. And that's how I pump myself up for the year. So can't wait. Ready to go. Babe, what about um, you? Well, you know, mine's a fairly regimented routine. I get uh, senior uh, FedEx is me a two, four of export, Molson export. And then, uh, Cote actually sends me a little bit of Bud Light, uh, so that I don't get scurvy during the games, which is very important during that weekend. And then I get Sherry to fire up the blender and go outside and just throw all types of different grass and mosses in it. And, uh, so I can get used to the blender party. So I'm not, you know, my system can adjust. <laughs> All right, Cote, you don't drink, but how how would you get ready for Dom Day if you did drink? Well, we've always been a few years before, since we've been to Lake Placid, but some of those were like March, April. So um, that that weekend alone really would start priming the liver big time. And so we'd bend it hard at Lake Placid. And then, uh, you know, back in those days and when we start Dom Day, I think on the Thursday night. So by the time we got to the field, we were well primed, in fact, injured for a few days. Those those shoot the shits that we used to have out uh, near the airport. They were, it was like <laughs> large amounts of alcohol that severely primed the system and really probably didn't need any more for the entire weekend. So there was uh, there was lots of opportunity in the day. But as Donnie said, this whole thing was not based around alcohol. <laughs> no. no. Oh, that's right. Yep. 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 Absolutely. All so right, who, guys. Who are the booze hounds that we got tonight? Dustin? Let's bring oh. out our guests. There's three of them. This group has won as many Dom Day championships as Billy Bass, Two Bulb, and Smidge. Add to that their win of the Lyle Rennick Kids Helping Kids Award. You're most likely to find them dipping in your cooler or sipping at the blender. Please welcome to the show, Amanda, Candace, and Kristen Coates. Hey. Hey. Hey guys. Hi, guys. Hello, hey. Is this Is this a 24-hour special, or is it just... <laughs> There's there's a lot to be covered today, babe. I'm sure as you've as you've seen the pre notes. Are we going to talk to the yeah. technical expert first, Candice? <laughs> yeah, how's everyone doing over there with your uh, audio? <laughs> really good. <laughs> yeah, piss tank. <laughs> and 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 there was no booze involved with the setup too. I'm sure over on that end, so we at least know everything was done kosher and sober over there. Yeah, un, under half a bottle of wine, so we're we're doing uh, okay. That, that's enough, lip, that's, that's new lip bottle lip. of red on the keypad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome stuff, guys. We're gonna hop right into it. We're gonna talk about the few years that you didn't drink, uh, some of your childhood memories. So that would have been from about age one to maybe seven, eight, nine years old. Um, <laughs> 
why don't we start with <laughs> with Candace? I mean, what are some of your early childhood memories of of Dom Day? I know you talked about collecting beer bottles and and all, yeah, the, all so, the things you had to balance. Yeah, Kristen and I decided one year. This is probably my earliest memory that we would collect, and I think by Saturday afternoon we were pretty fucking sick of it. Um, and by Sunday, I don't even think we really did much. So no. on Monday. <laughs> Poor Cote and dad are very hungover, uh, sorting bottles in, in grandma Coates' garage and just swearing. And I don't even know how much money we made. Maybe 20 bucks, Kristen, would you say? Probably 13, <laughs> 25, like <laughs> not much at all. No. And those no, were painful no. doing that in the garage, like in yeah. the heat oh, yeah. of July, July 1st. I, I, I can vividly remember that in despising it. I'm like, I was just like, I'll go into my wallet, give you the cash, <laughs> fuck off and break those bottles. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, yeah that, that, that was one bad. of my earliest memories. Yeah. Smells super bad. Um, yeah. And yeah, just getting excited to like hang out with a bunch of fun kids and seeing your parents swear and, and get all messy was pretty fun for me. That, that <laughs> Especially happened yeah, well, oh, I mean, I being the daughter that. of Blendy Wendy, was pretty, it, it was embarrassing, but it was it was kind of cool. <laughs> Wouldn't you say, Amanda? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can't believe Grandma Coates volunteered the garage for the sorting of those bottles. <laughs> yeah, thing. she probably didn't know, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> tapping su- on that front window. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that surprises me is that you have both you know, your, your side of the family on Kristen's side with, with Cote and then the other side, and you guys somehow only raised 1325. Somebody must've in your family must've been given beer bottles to the other kids because your family alone definitely drank more than 1325 in that day. Yeah, the, I think we just... the filaments that sat beside them made $300. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we weren't that committed to it. Tuesday built a rake for Bobby and Max and they just sat there and would rake them all in. He had a special beer rake. Uh, That's good stuff. Kristen, what about you? What are some of your earliest memories of uh, Dom Day? Uh, Those are, those are definitely the beer collecting and just generally getting so excited to see my cousins because that was like a whole weekend we got together and there were so damn many of us and yeah (laughs) too many of us and (laughs) grandma's pool being close by and stuff that was that was awesome and but then like I don't have the I don't have the best memory and so (laughs) yeah no but just like that's probably it there's more of a memory of kind of the the general weekend than specific memories at those ages like younger it wasn't until I was older that I start remembering stuff (laughs) sounds so bad all good. All good. What about you, Amanda? What are what are some of your childhood memories from Dom Day? Oh, uh, one specific one comes to mind. Uh, the family was sitting at our old faithful dangerous spot behind first uh, base. Uh, I'm sure Steve Coates was working the shift that day. And uh, a real cooker came in from outfield and <laughs> blew past that first base guy. And shattered by uh, my right forearm, basically. I think I was 10 or 11. Um, you know, and I was whining and probably trying to get attention from Wendy. But it was kind of my first memory of how Dom Day is 
everyone's looking out for each other because I remember all the gods kind of came over and asked how I was doing I think Donnie specifically came over and told me to go over to the prize table and pick something what uh, mind you this was Sunday afternoon so I think all that was left was like a broken hockey stick a uh, half used woods chapstick and a, a gym bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah you picked I the gym mean, bag didn't you the chopstick was tempting but yeah <laughs> took, took the gym bag but no it was my first memory of like what dom day really meant so not to get all mushy gushy right out off the start but yeah it was uh it was a cool memory but don't ever sit behind first base that close <laughs> when when he said tape a six pack to it and get back in there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, when, when Spencer broke his leg, I think they waited a few days for him to finally go to the hospital. Oh, so Jesus, least, that was yeah. so disgusting. That was Gordy oh, not wanting oh, to yeah. use the gas money. Yeah, <laughs> somebody had to remind Gordy that healthcare is free in Canada. He, uh, he was hesitating. <laughs> but, okay, so you guys talked very briefly about, you know, getting all your cousins together. Obviously, you guys probably have one of the biggest families uh, at, at Dom Day. There are maybe four families that touch 50% of, of, of the total people who show up that, and, and the coats <laughs> are one of them. Um, so Candace, I mean, for you, what's, what's that like, obviously getting to, to have your family be such a big part of Dom Day every year and getting to see your cousins? Well, it was, it was hard to get us all together for holidays. Like Danny would have hockey or Spencer, or I would have soccer or Andrew would have singing lessons. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> can't wait so, to hear those <laughs> yeah so uh but dom day we all made the effort to go and it was just non-stop we all slept at grandma Coates's the whole weekend poor grandma and mary and um then the norwegians started coming over and uh that was pretty fun when you know slipping car drinks and and just being the bad cousins that we were, but we all got to just be together for three days straight. And it was the best, the best time of the year, better than Christmas for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And then obviously as well, you guys uh, had, have been involved uh, in, in various different parts of, uh, of helping out with Dom Day, but for a long time, you guys were involved with, with the barbecue, um, mm-hmm. the Coates family, uh, Coates family barbecue. Kristen, what was, what was that like for you guys, obviously, um, you know, helping out, but more so having a couple drinks and getting to see different people behind the barbecue. <laughs> I kind of have to throw it back to the other coast girls because I, that was um, more Amanda and Candace. I would go and make sure their beverages were stocked up. Yeah. But, yeah. We were, were good at that. Yeah, really good that, was the, that was the support of the diamond side girl that I, I was there for is that. So I throw, I'm going to throw it to Amanda or Candace. Sorry. Yeah. All good. Amanda, do you want to jump in? Yeah, sure. No, it was just great. I mean, being able to help out Andrew and my dad, who kind of slugged that barrel of a barbecue everywhere. And, uh, (laughs) you know, for the people that we hadn't said hello to yet, it was, you know, almost an assembly line of seeing everybody. And, uh, you know, that pickle jar was tempting the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, it was funny. Like, you know, we're on the first baseline. So we are, you know, you don't really talk to a lot of the, the third baseline people and we got to know the Niskanens really well because their tent was kind of beside us so that was fun and just like random people's orders it's like this is a friggin' barbecue for charity like 
We're not going to be putting up like half toasted buns and, you know, mayo just on the bottom of your butt. Like just, it was, it was pretty funny. Or like people would come up and put in a 20, but then take like three fives back. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you doing? We won't ask for names, but you can leave them in the chat. Uh, I, for well, later. I wouldn't remember names. I was half <laughs> lit and probably still drunk from Remo's the night before. So did um, they look yeah, like the, the McCrays? Yeah, yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. No, it was good. It was uh Andrew honestly did most of the work. I was just his, you know, you go get this, you do this. But going to Costco and filling up two huge carts of pickles and hot peppers and hamburgers and stuff, that was that was always kind of fun on the on the Friday before we went down. So it was uh, it was a good run. Your condiment game was always strong. Yeah. Yeah, we tried. We tried. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny. It's funny. Obviously, you guys mentioned that. Um, but now, obviously, with with other people now uh, helping to step in with 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 doing the bar- barbecue, I think the the magnitude of that that responsibility that you guys took on for so many years, I think more and more people are starting to realize just how uh, how uh, how onerous of a task that was. And they only do it for maybe an hour at a time. You guys obviously carried the load for, for many years. So um, of course, obviously appreciate that, but you know, always funny to hear the different nuances of the people coming up to the front of the front of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as some other kind of childhood uh, childhood memories, I know obviously you guys talked about um, you know some of the you know the infamous kind of sitting competition, sitting around on um, on uh, on on everybody's coolers, being forced to move, and and all that sort of stuff, like you know, we talk about kind of the childhood memories, but around a certain age, booze becomes a, a bit more of a, an influence. Like what, what do you, what do you guys think about kind of that time when it goes from just kind of being this childhood, uh, you know, fun thing to, all right, let's get drunk with everybody else. Krista, maybe we'll start with you. Yeah, it was a, it is a weird, like there was definitely like two Dom days. It was before you were part of the drinking and when you were part of the drinking and for the first couple of years, you're trying to watch yourself. Like you don't want to show your parents that you're pretty good at it. And so you're like <laughs> hiding it a bit, but then, then you realize nobody cares. And, uh, but yeah, I think for it's, it was, you know, you, you were still a kid. So you kind of, you didn't want to like overdo it. And then you did. And, uh, but yeah, the sitting competitions were amazing for the girls. Cause you just were like, all right, how many more like can we go before we have to do the dreaded walk across the field to the bathroom or who's up to make the drink? I know my mom always makes fun of me still because I'll pour a drink right to the top. And I think it's because of Dom Day because I didn't want to tell somebody to get off their cooler so I can make another. So I'm like, oh, I'll just make it as full <laughs> as possible. So I don't have to do this. Yeah. And that's a great reasoning. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) That's a dom day. (laughs) To this day, I make the fullest drinks. And she's like, you know, you can just go back and make another one. And I'm like, nope, gotta, gotta get right to the top there. And I think that's probably why. Oh, that's good stuff. What about, what about you, Amanda? What, what, what are some of your memories of kind of that transition from it just being a childhood thing to, to being involved in the drinking? Uh, remembering stuff and then not remembering stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like, um, the pre-drinking, it was more like, okay, we're coming to this field every year where you get to see your cousins, like, cool. But once you get it, once you're going to the parties, once you're kind of mixing with everyone else, you, and I mean, 
the being able to drink is a part of that. You get to know people a little better. So, um, you know, staying to remo staying at Remos until 2 a.m. instead of 9 p.m. is a different vibe for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna. So, so I guess maybe then, obviously, um, the walk home, the walk home from Remos uh, at 2 a.m. with 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 Uncle Cote. If you ever had one of those walks back. I think Candace has, that's for sure. She's usually the late, the, the yeah. late night girl. Yeah. Walking to Judy's probably right in the yeah. day. Yeah. Like that, oh, that yeah. was like, it seemed like 10 miles. Oh yeah. I'd have and, to sit and down. And they on kept a... moving the sidewalk. On us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that left hand turn near the Creek really threw me off a lot. That's good stuff. And and Candice, what about what about yourself? Obviously, you probably started drinking younger than everyone because you were the youngest uh, in, yeah, in the group. I and I think yeah. naturally that occurs, right? The youngest one wants to join with the elders. But what what's that like? Uh, your memory of that, uh, Amanda? I don't know if you remember this, but it was uh, since you just said you don't remember a lot. Um, <laughs> we I was probably I was probably fourteen or fifteen. I think I meet maybe even still had braces and we got into the blender party pretty good and we got into a fight and we were throwing blender drinks on each other and you came after me and uh i locked myself in um andrew's truck do you remember that <laughs> i i know that most of our fights ended me trying to slap you in the face so. <laughs> But I just remember like having those like sticky seeds like all in my hair <laughs> and just being so terrified. And then I'm pretty sure either mom or Andrew like broke it up. But yeah, that was probably the first time I was like blind drunk at a at a uh, blender party. So I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, that was a f I'm pretty sure that was a fight, like a bad fight. It just went from zero to 100 really quickly. So um yeah, that was that's probably one of my earliest memories. But um, well, that's just seeing nice. my how about, oh. how about a more positive one? <laughs> we got that. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, no, and just like seeing seeing my mom like uh, like funneling and just you know being so funny at Dom Day, you, she would just let loose and um, yeah, I guess I go I follow in her footsteps more than I would like to, but. Well, there was that year that we were talking about it today because before we recorded this, Donnie was shooting around some of the programs, and that was the year that the party was at uh, what was that pub that Wiener was involved Markdale. in? Markdale, Markdale, Markdale yeah. right? And that's the one that Blendy got into it hard at the Blender party, and she they got there and she passed out right away on the benches at the top of the restaurant and they're like no you, you we cannot have a drunk person lying there yeah so i think i think, I think, was, I think senior had to take her home and that was the yeah. end of their night i think yeah. it was a pineapple she was drinking out of it, it had fermented yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah. gotta be it. it yeah and, and she got a couple of fingernails from fergie in her caught in her throat made her fart <laughs> Donnie, I'm going to take it to the bottom. Yeah, Donnie, I'm going to bring you into this. So I got a question, obviously, for you. The the dynamic has has obviously changed over the, the last few years. And we talked about, 
you know, we always ask the young kids about remembering where, when the kids go from not drinking to, to, to drinking, like, what are some of your memories, obviously, as somebody who holds the mic and kind of gets everybody going, like, what, what was the atmosphere like as, as more and more kids started to come to the party from your perspective as somebody who is, who's the MC of the party? Yeah, I, I think it changed, it changed a lot. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, just before you popped that question, I was thinking of that one, one year, I don't know how old you guys were. You guys were probably around 12 or something. We remember we had that sideline set of games that, you know, Wendy actually ran them, you know, where there was a balloon toss and there was a, yeah. you know, so, so yeah, that that's, which was fun, yeah. you know, it was fun stuff. And then, and then when you guys started coming to the party, it was like an injection of uh, enthusiasm. Not that we needed it, but it was welcomed. You know, I mean, it was it was great. And just to see see how all the uh, the used to be young people were now middle aged and enjoying the fun just as much as we did. It was great. It was a it was a welcome, welcome addition. And I just remember them just uh, I think like Amanda was saying, you know, all of a sudden. And, and that's what they probably remember. They're standing around instead of looking at the rest of us idiots, they're in there with us talking and chatting and, you know, joking and doing shots and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and they, I can only imagine they probably loved it. And we, we, we loved it. I mean, we thought it was great. You know, here we had this whole set of people that had grown up with Dom day. And, uh, I guess we kind of educated them in a way and, uh, you know, the whole thing about it all be all being about fun. And, you know, I've said several times, like the, the baseball is sort of secondary, not like it was in the early years, but now, and it's just, uh, you know, everybody has a ball and, and they grew up with it and they jumped right into it and they've sure, <laughs> sure have taken to it, you know, so it's great. Yeah. Justin, I remember that uh, when the kids first started coming to the parties and, and Donnie would get the mic. It was like much watching Mr. Rogers, you know, Mr. Rogers neighborhood, but a foul mouth, Mr. Rogers. And all the kids would be gathered around. They'd be just so excited. And I remember, you know, the Delmazis, I'm not going to name which one said, we got to get the mic away from him. And the kids were just screaming and yelling. There was no way you're going to pry the mic from Donnie. Then. It just gave him a whole new audience. And it was just perfect. It was wonderful to see. Well, cause it, the, to be honest, your speeches at these parties were like infamous we'd hear about them yeah. and we yeah. were like finally getting to hear them in person and live and it was like I will say that is a highlight memory of mine is getting to hear you speak and you do your thing for the first time like for like it, it was just awesome you're just so good at it so it's it was awesome to start hearing yourself and from my perspective I had all this new all this new blood <laughs> To, to start <laughs> yeah. to start to start picking apart right <laughs> yeah you're reusing jokes up there what were yeah. you guys what were you guys first parties to, and i know we're kind of going off script here but w- like what would have been the first one you guys went to do you remember approximately what or like where it was uh, uh i don't know were you thinking the I, one Kristen down at uh, kipling and uh, bluer the one that was you went down a big set of stairs at the front what was that one donnie yeah that was one um, yeah. I don't remember, like, we went to the same one a couple times in a row, and I couldn't tell you what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you probably went to Dixon Road, the one on Dixon Road by the airport. Or I, I think yeah. she might be talking about the one on the Queensway there. Yeah. And then there, and then uh, that other one right at, right at the, right at the, on Brown's line 
down there. Remember that we went there that one time? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think I think Amanda's first party would have been my first party as well because I think Kevin, it was Kevin's rookie year, and we all got to go. I think me, Amanda, and Whitney uh we're at a table with kevin and it was at i think it was blanche's uh was the place or, so, or whatever so, yeah so that's the one i'm thinking of justin because yeah. i i remember and i don't know if you guys remember or not but that was the one where tank the year before i i was uncontrollable and i kind of kind of went over the over the edge a little bit and i, I don't a think lot. so Donnie. no no, I, no. Yeah, well some people did and i caught some flack for it so so dink brought me this goalie mask this hockey goalie mask <laughs> It to the party and he hit it in the back right and so you know whoever got up and did their thing and did their thing or whatever and then they, they gave me this and i had the, the jason mask on and i came up <laughs> i don't know if you remember or not but i remember looking right at you justin you were to my right and i was like i was like mouthing you know like faking like i was speaking and i was using hand gestures right so you know, <laughs> i got up there and i was doing this and this and you know <laughs> I, I think not, that was I think that was our first what party. Yeah, like I that remember that vividly. That was yeah. at Blanche's, yeah. And that was classic because all you all you guys were sitting together right off to the right of the stage there. And uh that was that was too much. <laughs> so, oh, but, that's good stuff. Yeah. So one more one more guys, we're gonna talk about one more childhood memory that Amanda had. Um and Amanda, you were afraid of somebody at, at Dom Day at a very early age, but for for a very interesting reason. Uh do you want to talk a bit about who you're afraid of? Uh, well, yeah, a couple of different people, but, um, <laughs> how long you got, um, no, as a kid, I don't know why, but I was terrified of Brent Ellis's beard. So I swear <laughs> the guy grew the thing all year long just to scare me. But you know, you know, when you're a kid and you're rolling up to Dom day, you're in the backseat of your mom and dad's car, you're scanning the yeah. row for your friends. I was scanning for Brent Ellis to avoid him. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, Brent Ellis, top 10 Dom Day guys love the guy to death, but I just couldn't handle that little caress against my cheek. It was too much for me. And I actually think that in between Dom Days, my parents bought me one of those like interactive books where you like feel the fuzzy bunny touch your touch the man's beard and i just couldn't do it <laughs> anyway oh she's scarred she's scarred yeah. oh like is is, is dom day canceled this year too brent's coming up shortly as one of our next guests so this is a time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys should have a therapy session. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, guys. So we're going to hop along, obviously. Um, we, we figured it wouldn't be appropriate to have you guys on without getting into a little bit more about your parents. Um, obviously, influences uh, off the field uh, for, for, for various reasons. But what are some of your guys' favorite memories, I guess, kind of growing up with with your kids or with your parents? Um, and Kristen, maybe I'll put you on the spot there because, um, you know, your dad's obviously uh, a guy who likes to drink. Um, but what are some of your memories of, of your parents at Dom Day? Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have Paul Coates as your dad and not have some good ones. But uh, like, I think like going to like the drinking era, I guess it would be like standing in the, that in like a circle after everything and doing that like circle of um, butterscotch schnapps 
and like being part of that with him for the first time and just like and now you think about it like super COVID friendly I'm sure we'd be allowed to do that right now um but like just the look on his face and how happy he is doing that is like just the best and just seeing him the whole weekend I guess that's probably one of my favorite parent memories is just how happy he is and in his element he is and uh just I have like he has the famous one-eyed guy right and so seeing that in person at Dom Day is like nothing you'll ever be able to explain or understand unless you're in it and part of it because people outside of Dom Day know about it and we've been at weddings where it's like people try and get it going it's not ever going to be the same and it will never be the same unless it's <laughs> at Dom Day with the with you guys doing it and that, those are my favorite memories for sure. I actually have another funny thing about one-eyed guy. My cousin from my other side, my mom's side, she knows about it too. Everybody knows about it. So we're out one time downtown Guelph, I think, and we're there. There's a band going, and she's like half in the bag. Goes up to the the lead singer and like play one-eyed guy, play one-eyed guy. Like she legitimately thinks that's the name of the song. Like. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, this is beautiful. So yeah, that's, it's legendary for sure. Oh, that's awesome stuff. <laughs> Candice, what about you? What are, what are some of your uh, childhood memories of, of obviously with your parents? Well, I feel like Andrew was more of our parent during Dom Day. <laughs> like he was <laughs> definitely, definitely the one like being sober and driving us places. Like I can't remember my mom or dad really ever driving, but then again, we did just walk back either yeah. Judy or uh, Grandma Coates's. Mom was always the more wild one. Dad was, you know, helping setting up the fences, doing the barbecue. Like, I always just remember Senior being very helpful guy during Dom Day, like, you know, doing the dreadful hangover Monday, cleaning up the field after, and just, be, and just Steve being like, we're getting it done, we're going to do it, don't puke, that kind of thing. Um and Wendy just obviously doing uh, dashboard or paradise by the dashboard light, like just legendary and would, you know, bring Mike Woods and Danny into it and get all the young kids going. I thought it was always pretty fun. So um, having Wendy and Steve as your parents are, are pretty cool. I think. Uh, it's, awesome. You know, if we can have Dom Day this year in the party, there's going to be a hell of a tribute to Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't wait. The first thing I thought of, yeah, And actually, can I just say, without like, you can't have a Paul Coates without a Recoats to take care of mm -hmm. the Coates crew. So I will have to give my mom a shout out because a big memory is her picking us all our pieces up and making sure all the lawn chairs got back in the car so oh yes yeah and out. she was always the snack queen Bree yeah, and Marie queen. always had the best friggin snacks yeah 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 she could have her couple bud lights but she was looking after the rest of us for sure mm -hmm. yeah she deserves a gold medal yeah, yeah she does yeah. <laughs> that's i i think that's a, a good shout out because i think there are a lot of families that would definitely agree with you that it would be very touch and go if we didn't have our mothers for at least a 10-year period there making yeah. sure we got to and from the field making Let's sure our dads blendy from that though yeah, yeah. <laughs> moms oh, Jamie, moms Jamie, and andrew Jamie Jones yeah. is fine I think you can't put Sue, Sue Jones in that category yeah <laughs> she was a, she she worked the wheelbarrow 
<laughs> okay, so we have a tie for a gold medal. <laughs> and Amanda, what about you? What are some of your mer- memories uh, with your parents? Well, I'm sure this has already been brought up, but Wendy falling in the pool fully clothed with her <laughs> her dress for the party on and so then getting out and thinking she was good to go, putting it back on inside out. I think that's the same night she was kicked out of the, the party. But uh, mm-hmm. Nice no, effort. Good effort. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'll echo Candace and Kristen, just like seeing our parents so happy, like just... Yeah like perma smile the whole weekend and also somehow pulling it all together like making sure we weren't in a bush somewhere or (laughs) in a in the basement of mcdonald's or jug city (laughs) (laughs) jug city more than just jugs yeah yeah more than just milk (laughs) no like keeping it together somehow but also taking care of three ridiculous children so yeah two yeah, Andrew was yeah, our yeah. first mother, yeah. first second mother. We might He's actually gonna have hate to. me. He's gonna I hate know. me for that. Especially yeah. when we hand him the mic to sing O Canada. Canada. <laughs> yeah, just pass it over to Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it on the head on that question on its head and, and Cote, I guess for you, obviously, uh, once once the second generation coats start coming into Dom Day, there's obviously a high standard on the uh, level of enthusiasm that the Coates family brings to to Dom Day every year. What's that like, obviously, showing them the ropes as they start to get into the the boozing and all that sort of stuff? I was just thrilled that they came. Obviously, you know, we're we don't live in the city, so obviously be able to come, come to Grandma Coates's, and I think probably through the years, um, you know, Danny was playing the cross and stuff like that. So I don't I, I can't remember if we always were there all as a whole group of us and stuff, but it was great. And I, I think the one year I actually won with Danny, uh, yeah, I, I think don't so. I think I've never, because mm-hmm. two bulbs never won. So obviously I haven't, um, haven't won with him, but I did win with Danny one year and that was great. So party was always fun. And, and when these guys were that age, it was just fun to see them all be able to hang out with the filming kids and the woods kids and the sizes and the McCrae's and, and you know, they, they met a whole new group of friends, which mm-hmm. I'm thrilled with that in, in, you know, that all of our friends, they've become friends with. And there's a great group of them that to this day hang out together and party together and everything. And that's probably what makes me the, the you know, the, that's what's been the greatest uh, gift of Dom Day is that the, the next generation have become such great friends. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So guys, the, the next question I have is obviously something I think that as, as young people we, we've definitely battled with in the past is, is how to describe Dom Day to people outside of Dom Day um, and telling them what you guys were doing. I know obviously we always talk about, you know, wouldn't be anywhere else but, but Canada Day, but of course, or at Casefield on Canada Day, but what, what were some of your excuses growing up that you guys would tell people? Um, Amanda, maybe we'll start with you. I don't think I ever had an excuse if I was around. I was at Dom Day. I mean, you know, I was in Brazil. I was in Spain a couple of times. The only weekend I missed Dom Day that I was in town, I broke my foot. So I was like, this is a sign that I should be at Dom Day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I I probably would have broke my foot at Dom Day too. But um, (laughs) no, describing it to friends is kind of like, as I as I'm older and describing it to friends, a lot of them want to be part of it. So Mm. it's kind of cool when they understand the camaraderie and the togetherness, like describing that you're 
dad's friends are still doing this for 40 whatever years is pretty cool so yeah I think I think when you're younger it was um I just have a family thing that I'm going to and then as you get older you're like people are like okay you can shut up and stop talking about it like we get it it's pretty cool like I'd love to go but (laughs) it's it's not something you go to but um yeah like it just it started with you would kind of just say it's a family thing and then you say oh it's my dad's baseball thing but you just it's you can't describe it because no. and I know we talk a lot about that but you just can't describe it. Candice what about you? Well I mean I grew up with the Woods boys like in elementary school high school so it was kind of just like Oh, you know, our families have been friends for years and, and we're going to a, a baseball tournament. We sit around and watch them play and, you know, no one ever really questioned it. But then when when you get a bit older, then as Amanda said, like your friends are like, well, can I come? And you're like, no, you know, it's members only, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> you got to be pretty friggin' special to be invited. So but, you know, all my friends knew don't invite Candace anywhere on Canada Day weekend. Yeah. She's going to say no. And um, she's that partying would... for three days straight. So see you yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think when you when you talk about that, it, the one that I mean, always makes me laugh and we don't see them that often. But whenever babe's buddy Lanny McDonald will chirp into one of these things and he always like oh is this some of your dom day buddies <laughs> like because it's been yeah. it's been etched in his head for his entire like adult life since babe's been involved with the flames that there's yeah. something going on in Rexdale with his dom yeah. day buddies like this mythical yeah. weekend Again, yeah and, <laughs> and his oldest daughter I missed their wedding because of dom day and they're still all over me it's 20 20 years ago I'm like let it go let it go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's an interesting point, guys, because I mean, I think we think about it always from our perspective and we just assume all our parents' friends are, are at, at Dom Day, so they don't really have to explain it to anybody. But like, Donnie, when you go back to the, to the States and tell everybody about why you're going to Canada every single year and all that sort of stuff, like what, what, is, what is the takeaway for some of these people as you describe it? Well, I think, you know, for, for most of them now, I mean, they know, they know. So, you know, like I just thinking of work, like they know I'm taking the week off around, I think they think it's around July 4th, but I I'm taking the weekend off around July 4th, <laughs> or the week off around July 1st, you know? And uh, so they know now, but I've told stories upon stories upon stories and, you know, I'll find, I'll find myself at work, you know, and the music is on and all of a sudden brown eyed girl comes on and I'll just, you know, <laughs> start start singing they're like what are you doing you know and so you know it's just it's just you know and I always talk about it and I you know you get you try to give a I mean nobody's got you know an hour to listen to you tell the story about <laughs> Dom Day right so you give yeah. this the snapshot right which is pretty quick and you know it's like we started out as a bunch of buddies we were playing softball and we carried on every year and we had friends of friends join and then all of us got married and had kids and now the kids are playing and it's like one big family reunion and it just revolves around fun and mm-hmm. and camaraderie you know and so and then and then we play baseball you know so uh, yeah. <laughs> but they you know you get to the point as old as we are now just about everybody that we know I mean like Babe and Cote can say the same thing they know they know what the deal is right you run into the odd new person I guess every year and you gotta tell them, but most of them know they know it's Tom Day weekend and they know 
you know, and they can they can see by the look of me when I get back what's happened you know? <laughs> <laughs> as I'm making that nine hour drive and then working the next day, you know. So, but yeah, they they love it. They they understand it, and uh, and a lot of them just follow, you know, be, with uh, with Facebook and Instagram and stuff. They see what's going on because you know I try to post a lot of pictures from the field and uh-huh. and stories and that. So I think they know a lot of the characters too. So. They, they wish they could. I mean, I have, I have a handful of people that want to come, you know, they, they want to come, you know, and they've, Mm -hmm. they've met some of the guys when the guys have been down for other functions and that they really want to come. So actually this, this coming year, we're trying to figure out a way to get, get a couple of them up there because they they would, they would just melt right in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome stuff. I think, I mean, I think it's funny because I mean, everybody has that experience about trying to, explain it to their their friends and I just remember a few years ago and you get to the point like they were saying where your friends are just like oh yeah they you got Dom Day I'm never gonna see you around this time but a few years ago we were at Westwood and one of my buddies was playing hockey there on the Thursday that we had uh we had the the men cup that we were playing there and shows up and he's like what the heck are you doing here and I was like oh this is this is the start of Dom Day this is this is dom day so well you know it's only about 20 percent of the people that actually come to dom day i said it's pretty pretty tame for dom day because this is tame because this is this is pretty awesome he goes i'd love to see the full thing and i was like yeah too bad <laughs> and he, he, one of my one of my best friends <laughs> yeah. I, I emceed his wedding and all that sort of stuff but still got a long way to go before he ever gets into this thing but <laughs> no, that's funny stuff guys so we're gonna pivot and and talk about two kind of important uh, people and two important houses uh, in, in in Dom Day, and and we'll start with with obviously Mockoats um, for you guys as as children going to, to Mockoats is, um, and and I know you you guys had mentioned about you know the excitement of of obviously getting to spend time there, but also as well when people would come by and, and visit Mockoats. So Amanda, why don't I I start with you on just some of your memories about you know the the Mockoats' house as a kid. Yeah, I think my favorite uh, part about Grandma Coates during Dom Day is when you would go over during like a, a quiet time when there wasn't the horde of people after, you know, Saturday games ended. It was like, a you know, Saturday around noon and you went over for a sandwich or whatever and you got a good conversation with her. I loved that. And then someone would bring her to the field a little bit later on, you know, a walker, no walker, depending on the time, um, you know, of where she was at. But um, it was re- just really special. She, you know, she was a quiet little lady, but sh- it meant a lot to her to see everyone. And I think, you know, it meant a lot to uh, everyone else to to see her at the field. Yeah, seeing everyone, uh, seeing everyone come over to her was always just so, it just felt good to, to see her at the field and how everyone made an effort to go see her. And I mean, like you've said, the coaches are a big like we have a lot of numbers and obviously she meant a lot to a lot of you guys like the guys growing up that was a house and a mom that was there for you guys so uh yeah you could see that she was well loved for sure I could have swore though she could come one year and you could say oh we're playing football and then the next year you could go oh we're playing baseball oh this year we're bowling oh are you yeah which one's Rick oh is Colin playing she has a fucking clue about sports. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, Candace? What are some of your memories from from that house? 
Yeah, just uh, going there for the whole weekend was always fun. She always, you know, had little snacks always ready or her baked cookies. And um, she was always just so interested in all the kids and anyone was allowed to go over. Like, it didn't matter what time of day. She was just anytime anyone wanted to come. She was she was down for it. And uh, it was actually just 10 years ago this past yeah. uh, this past week that she had passed away. So. Um, we had a little family Zoom and we were talking about fun memories. And a lot of them were Dom Day, just like bringing everyone over after the Saturday and Cote starting like a wave pool just because. And you could just see her rolling her eyes, but she she just wanted everyone to be happy and just to have fun. So that that was just Grandma Coates for you. Oh, she was, she was, I mean, you've got all those kids. They're pretty damn funny who lost their father young and they got their funnies from somewhere and she was very funny yeah uh, she was surprisingly funny like um but you wonder where they got it they got it from her for sure oh, that's awesome. she, she had a great sense of humor too yeah like, as much as she could dish out she could take it and yeah yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. she has to take lady. a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you guys bring up obviously the, uh, this, the Saturday night kind of pool parties and, and, uh, Cote doing the wave pool. I mean, those are some of my childhood memories and, and, you know, doing the synchronized diving all together at the same time uh, in, yeah, in the pool yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. Like Ma Cote's was definitely a, a bit of a hangout for us uh, when we were younger. Like when we were talking about the, the pre, the pre booze Dom day, like for us, you know, that was, that was a big part of, of what Dom day was. And, you know, to your point, getting it to walk over there sometimes, you know, instead of jug city, I think we got to upgrade and walk over to mock coaches one day and it was the greatest thing. And then you're halfway there and you're a little kid with little legs and you're like, how far is this place? (laughs) Um, It did feel so far. It did feel so far. far. (laughs) 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 Amanda, Amanda, was it you one time? I think my dad, (laughs) lost his fake eye at the bottom and he yeah. pops up he's like all right which one of you kids is going down to get my eye yeah. <laughs> amanda got her goggles on it right up. <laughs> first and boat. only time i will touch an eye or fake eye <laughs> but we would have so many people in that pool they oh would just God. be yeah and it's funny justin yeah because your parents had come and the pattersons and you know, that whole Monroe's, Monroe's yeah, and all that. And we'd order pizza and it was a shit show back there. And, you know, we'd have some drinks. It reminded me of it's... Caddyshack. When yeah. they were, uh, <laughs> That's right, babe. Yeah. Let everybody <laughs> in the pool. And they, all the caddies came in the pool. It was just pandemonium. And that was yeah. the way it was. Because it wasn't the biggest backyard. Like, even no. outside of the pool, there wasn't that much, like, standing or sitting room, right? She hated when you jumped off the fence. She literally would give you that grandma side eye. Yeah, that was was you knew you were in trouble. Yeah, you were in trouble when that happened. That was Spencer. Wasn't wasn't Cote going in off the roof? (laughs) No, I never did a roof. David's friends did the roof. The one guy hit the outside of the wall. Oh god. (laughs) Cote used to do the white whale. Yeah. Conservationist. I'm a conservationist. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Derek does now in BC because he's a, he's a part of the uh, free whalers. <laughs> uh, so one of the one of the other things that you guys were talking about, I believe it was was Candice about you know when uh, 
when you guys would be younger and be babysat and your parents would come home and, and try yeah. to sneak in quietly. Um, yeah. what, what was, just tell us a bit about some of those memories. So usually all the cousins like aunt Mary and grandma would set us up with a movie and our snacks. And we would usually watch, uh, like Ace Venture or something funny like that and all fall asleep. There'd be beds everywhere. And you could just hear Wendy, like she's not a good whisperer when she's sober. So her whispering drunk is talking like I am now. And, you know, she'd be trying to take off her heels and fall down a couple stairs and she'd be going to the bathroom and be like, Steve, Steve, where are we sleeping? Where are we sleeping? You know, she, it was not quiet at all. And there was this clock that I can distinctly remember that would just tick in the basement. Yes. And I'm pretty sure she hit it off the wall the one time, like (laughs) Wendy was never, never a good quiet person. So that I always remember just her being like, Oh, she woke me up in the night. And, uh, I'm surprised she didn't step on any ribs or any heads or anything. Cause we would just be all across the basement. Hey guys, like yeah, every couch surface was covered. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So Kristen, who would have all slept there during these times? Like, was it, was it both, uh, both families? Yeah. Like when we would stay, it's funny, dad, I don't really remember what we would have done with, we were kids. It's like, there's pictures of us there, but I, I remember more staying at Judy's. Like, I don't know if we split. Yeah. I think or... we kind of split some guy in there. Some people Somewhere, were there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Again, we, you think of, we leaned on Judy's for a long time because she was going up north. Yeah. She's been going up there for twenty years, yeah. right? So Judy, a lot of times, Judy's became more our yeah landing zone just because there's too many of us. You yeah. wonder why she sold her house? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the main reason. Those people are going to be those people are going to be surprised next dawn. Yeah. I, show up there. Uh, I was just thinking yeah. the same thing, Fote. On a Sunday night at quarter to two with Donnie. Hey, yeah. 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 Or you didn't leave the key under the mat, you pricks. <laughs> Sitting in carport world. Yeah. Where is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good transition as we talk about some of the other good childhood memories that we have. And and Judy's is obviously another place that we, you know, would would have a little bit of fun. But um what are some of your memories, Kristen, <laughs> obviously for you guys, that was your landing pad. But what was some of your memories of of obviously going to Judy's and and some of the the other Saturday night parties that were had there? Yeah, um like the just that carport softening like <laughs> it's heard and seen, <laughs> it's heard and seen some things. Like you just the after like when you got back, you weren't ready to go inside. The night was still kind of cool out. You just sat there and whoever was around just shooting the shit like it was it was just fun to just chill there like it was and it was literally just you'd be sitting there with the most random collection of people who were still standing like it it was beautiful (laughs) yeah yeah because we like because I think once mom was gone we didn't have that place to go to anymore so then it was go to Judy's and, and it was still let's have that Saturday night thing so then we were like Patterson's would come, sizes would come. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Woods's, uh, but Wolf started to come. Yeah, and it then was as, it was and, as all of your parents didn't like, like weren't around to sell the like, and so there was no real when people uh, started to be at the hotel more. Yeah. It was like, all right, where do we go? Because none of your parents yeah. out, right? And I think that's where that evolved. 
but we had that year where the, it was the fireworks, right? And I think that finally <laughs> shut her down because we were shooting them till all hours and those <laughs> those yes. things that pop out of the end of the fireworks were all over the place. So maybe Babe could comment on that. Yeah. Was- yes, we were setting them off, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's probably a few few unused ones in the carport too. Somebody's yeah. going to find them one day. They're just going to go. <laughs> But like, because they're, we're at Judy's house and she's not even there and we're shooting off fireworks and, and on July 1st <laughs> on her front lawn, not giving a rat's ass. And usually the, the, the guy who was working the uh, lighter shouldn't have been. <laughs> well, I remember near the end too, we, we would, we'd give it to Wolfie because Wolfie would be the guy who wouldn't be as, yeah, yeah. except, except his aim was a little off uh, every once yeah. in a while. And I, I remember we one We time, won't touch that one. <laughs> oh. yeah but i remember one time in the fireworks and i don't know the, the, the fireworks and there would have been the the overhead uh wires or whatever and um somebody shot one off and and pretty much was close to the to the wires and it was pretty much a unanimous all right <laughs> this is done <laughs> but, yeah. yeah and i remember having to clean up the next day right like before going to the field, like all those little ends of the caps were everywhere. And I was like, this is painful. It was like picking, like redoing the empties all over again. <laughs> and that's why bowling's now a thing. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Bowling was created. Awesome stuff. So uh, besides obviously the, the fireworks, Chris, and I know one of your, your memories of uh, your, your dad uh, comes from, from Judy's place. And it was about a special ride that he got picked up on. Uh, oh my God. That was <laughs> Judy's. Next, next level. Uh, my, my cousin, Judy's son, uh, dad w- worked for like a, uh, he, he picked up dead people. Like, I don't know how to politely say that, but that's what he yeah. did. <laughs> And so his, his vehicle was built for that. And yeah. uh, we, a bunch of people crammed in there. And, Were you in uh, there, Kristen? No, I was. Amanda of- was, I think. Amanda, weren't you in there? Yeah, I, was, I witnessed. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people. Rocky <laughs> was in there. Rocky was yeah. in there. Rocky's never yeah. gotten a van again. Danny, I think Danny. Danny, and I think, wasn't like, wasn't Danny's friend Scott in there, Dad? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. Right, I was so, part yeah. of the Chinese fire drill one. The Hearst one yeah. was, uh, I think I was behind yeah. it, but uh, my, I, <laughs> I remember Danny saying, I've never seen my dad laugh so hard. He was almost kind of wet himself. Like just because the thing I think was on like, like a gurney. There was like was on wheels and whoever was sitting on it was just getting like thrown back and forth. And uh, <laughs> it was unbelievable. And he went up, he went up red water and went around those curves by uh Benway in that and had the thing completely sideways the cops yeah. would I would have loved to seen what the cops would have done if they if they had Open. to stop this of like the no well I don't know if he was drinking we certainly had had a lot but that was I unbelievable. think he, he knew his crowd that was yeah. in the yeah. band oh, and he was, you guys were calling it the death band weren't yeah. you the yeah. death yeah. band I remember we were sitting in carport world and uh, young Bill pulled up and the second that death van pulled into the driveway, I just saw the hamster get on the wheel and Cote's brain and start doing sprints and then dropping hints like, oh, we got to get to bowling soon. I'm like, I don't know if we'll find an Uber big enough for us. I was going to say, because you, you guys poured into the bowl of ramble. Oh, oh. And like, like giggling. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, our asses. yeah. 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 It was yeah. And telling the story. It was like we were dying. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was a good one. I, yeah. I got to ask you, though, Donnie, you're the historian. Not many interests in Dom Day history like that, you got to say? Coming uh, in and No, I mean, that that was a beauty. I mean, that, that <laughs> it was unbelievable. They came pouring in and we, we, you know, we were like, wait, I think the rest of us were there. All the rest, 30 or 40 of us waiting. On them. And then they came in and they could barely get the story out. They were laughing so hard. You know, It was great. Rocky was just oh. dying. Yeah, he just yeah. couldn't believe what he yeah. experienced. <laughs> Thankful he was alive. Yeah, because I think he, I don't know if he stayed, but he left his car at my sister's and he's like, oh, can I get a ride there? Yeah, no problem. Right there. <laughs> can you get this position? That's <laughs> funny stuff. Well, speaking about rides to, uh, speaking about rides to Dom Day events, I think now would be the perfect time for a Chinese fire drill. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about that one? Um, who who on this call was a part of the the, the Chinese? I was. I, I was a part was. of one. I was and a part so of was one. Spencer. Yeah. Babe, Babe Spencer was a ringleader in the one. Remember we were Babe at Isling, Islington and Bergamot. Yeah. I remember right there. Yeah. But yeah. Spencer, you couldn't knock the grin off his face. He pissed yeah. himself laughing. Yeah, that was funny. Well, I, I was a part of one. Poor Share Bear was driving. Yeah. And uh, my mom's Land Rover and da- and Danny and Cote are in the back trunk just giggling. <laughs> yeah. And I was on I was on Insane Painkillers Toradol, which I probably shouldn't have been drinking and taking those. But I was just hoping that no one would ask me to do it because I knew I'd just fall flat on my face in the middle of an intersection. And uh poor share just was just like what is going on we made it to the party and i was so glad i don't think i had to do one run around the car but <laughs> it was uh i couldn't wipe the grin off my face either it was friggin' hilarious i never we probably did anything. two or three of them right babe? we, we did because yeah. mom was driving one babe was in that one and i was in that <laughs> like i can't i was a part of one so we've done a couple <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, be, it became a thing it is it very interesting to look up the definition of Chinese fire drill, and it's exactly <laughs> a confusing. What it was. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's good stuff. Awesome. So uh, we're just going to talk a little bit more, obviously, on the boozing. Um, and, and one of the things is, uh, is about making a drink for Jonesy. Um, oh yeah, so, Kristen. Why don't you tell us the the recipe for for Jonesy's yeah. drink? Jonesy, um, I think because like my beverage of choice would, is like a vodka soda uh, or something like that, right? So I think we got to talking. He was asking me. Uh, he saw me making mine, asking me how to like what I put in mine, and I said, "Oh, do you want me to make you one?" And so he's telling me how to make his though because mine isn't going to be sufficient, and. Um, <laughs> So he's got me, I got a glass, I'm pouring his vodka, I'm pouring, pouring, like it's like say when, and you're not never going to say when. So it's like a full glass of vodka. And then he has a, a bottle of Fresca. And so you take the cap off, he pours, he gets me to pour the Fresca into the cap of the, the pop bottle and put that in. And that was his drink. I'm like, all right, this is how we're making a vodka soda for Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> and and i i remember that vividly because i think one of one of the guys um obviously overheard the recipe and and said that it ended up becoming that all jonesy wanted was you to open the bottle 
and the when it went and the little bit of water yeah. that flew out that's all that he wanted into <laughs> the, the droplets that, yeah the droplets of when when it went that's all he wanted and that became yeah. the joke with it yeah yeah it was great awesome he's stuff. a pro he's a yeah. pro yeah. he knows what he's doing yeah yeah and then and then the other i mean as we talk about more drinking <laughs> stuff is is the saturday marathon um so candace tell us a bit about the saturday marathon yeah, like you're you're hung over from Remo's and at least Andrew, my mother, was, you know, 9 a.m. be at the field. You know, we gotta set up the barbecue. We gotta get shit done. So I'm hung over around it's steaming hot by 10 and you're cracking your first beer, and then all of a sudden it's 2 p.m. and you're blackout drunk, smelling <laughs> like you know, barbecue, and then you're all of a sudden at the hotel or at Judy's. And then all of a sudden you're, you got bowling shoes on. Like, it's just, it's from one event to the next. And, um, yeah, the Saturday is a marathon for me just because it's a full day of, of total inebriation. It's the, then Sunday comes along and and you got to power through another day, but the Saturday is always the longest and the best day for me because you, you have the, the circle of guitars, you know, between between the games and the bowling and you're just shooting the shit with every person that you come across. So it's Saturday's always the most fun day for me. Yeah. So. The, it's a marathon for sure. Not a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All righty guys, we're going to get into our last story and we're going to turn it over to Amanda. Um, a story I thought maybe I'd be able to avoid, but Amanda, why don't you tell us a bit about the night <laughs> this group went down to your place in Oh boy. All right. Um, so this was probably 2009. So a good 13 years ago. So I had just moved to Toronto. These guys were still in university, I think. And we Mm -hmm. thought let's, uh, let's hit it up. Let's do Toronto. Um, they come to my place in Hyde Park. We get some drinks going. We go to my friend's place for a house party. (laughs) And I think, uh, Justin's trying to act all cool he's a bit younger like than some of these ladies and we're in the kitchen like like any good house party I can't even (laughs) Justin (laughs) Justin thinks he's leaning back (laughs) Justin thinks he's like slyly leaning back on a wall but it's a door to the outdoor patio in the middle of January and completely falls backwards. Like sprawled out, kind of gets up like, yeah, we're cool, we're good, let's go. Covered in snow. <laughs> anyway, we go to we, we go to the next bar. We kind of lose track of time. Um, we lose I, each other. We definitely lose lost each other. Each other. Yeah, I come oh, back yeah. early. I come back earlier than the three of Kristen, Justin, and Candace. No, reverse. No, other way around, baby. Yeah, we like you, you tried we to were... ditch a cab. Yeah, you tried to ditch a cab. Yeah, I have no shoes say, on. I used to play this fun game when I got out of a cab. Like, <laughs> will I pay you? Will I not? So. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you guys take over because obviously I I forget the rest of the story. <laughs> Well, I just remember losing Amanda. Yeah, I just remember losing Amanda. Somehow we were like, okay, we know the address. We'll go back. Then we hear pounding on the door. 
And Amanda's like, let me in. I don't have any money. And I think she only had one shoe on, right? See, she I remember it as the pounding on the door with the cab driver. Like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. Well, we, we've all got different We all got different stories <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Needless but to the, say, nobody's story is correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the highlight was Justin falling at that party. Because it was, we were kind of like, didn't know everybody. It was early in the night still. <laughs> And it was like just this lean back through the door Boom. into the snow. It was amazing. But I will say it was just like the first time, one of the first times we like went out outside of Tom Day. Like, so that was probably my takeaway from it was just like, oh my God, these are, we're friends outside of Dom Day. This is cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, that was fun. And then Justin passed out and we drew a bunch of bad things on him. Remember? There's a video <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Over. Yeah, we do a video of that. <laughs> Yeah, can you, yeah, share, can you share that after? <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think very inappropriate thing. The, good, the best good. Was, perfect. We went out for brunch the next morning, or we tried to, and we're all the four of us are sitting there, and we're trying to make chatter about the night before. And I just look over at Justin, and he's not looking good, like white as a sheet. And all of a sudden, he's just like, "I gotta get out of here." <laughs> he just beelined it to the subway and went. <laughs> yeah no that was a good night i mean some of the the memories obviously me going through the door um of course is is the number one and i just remember like we we maybe had been there for i think 10 minutes um amanda had just gone around the room introduced us to everybody we're all standing in the kitchen and all of a sudden i leaned back and and it wasn't just a small fall it was a big fall onto a second story back balcony and it was it was big uh i also remember that a headrest in one of the cabs went went missing i don't know whatever whatever yeah i found it in my purse i found it in my purse the next morning like why would i steal a headrest what was i thinking that that ended up in my like at home in my room i don't know why but yes oh my god God. what we never did that donnie that's a first yeah no i like it i like it i like it Yeah, needless, take a needless to say, we did have a little bit of fun that night. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, to, to your guys' point, it was kind of around that time when I think a lot of us started to to drink together mm-hmm. uh, outside yeah. of Dom Day and do things outside of Dom Day. I, I mean, before that, I think the last time I remember kind of doing stuff out of Dom Day was obviously as little kids. And I, I, I vividly remember we would have been like 10 or 12 years old. And I think our parents all brought us to, to Wendy and Steve's uh, one time. And I remember we were all sitting around the table and it was just quiet. Uh, and Amanda goes, see, I knew we should have never hung out outside of Dom Day. <laughs> nobody spoke to each other. Um, but then that kind of turned around the night and all of a sudden the awkwardness was over. But, you know, as we got older, we started to do more things just as a collective outside of, outside of, um, outside of uh, Casefield. And, you know, even last year during, during COVID, we all met down at, at Carnation, Carnation Park, and, uh, and I, I didn't fall through any doors, but I, I certainly don't remember getting home that night. So definitely the uh, the uh, the excitement li- lives on amongst the second generation, and uh, you know it's it's good to be able to fill in some of the, the stories that we're starting to build that you know at least fall in some of the footsteps that you guys might have. Uh, not quite to the extent that the rules are a little different these days, but we still know how to drink. I think so. And, and luckily, a lot of us went to Guelph. Like, we all ended up at Guelph University. So that was a, that was a time in itself. So mm-hmm. I think we all kind of kept close just because of that aspect. We'd see each other on campus and downtown at the bars. And, well, yeah, the and Guelph that contingent, was a fun time. 
yeah, the Guelph contingent, obviously, Kristen went there. Candace went there. Myself, Sammy Monroe, uh, Danny Filman. Ellis, the two Filman, Filman boys. Filman. Yeah. Um, obviously. And then, and then Ryan Sellers went yep. there. So, Sellers. uh, you know, the woods boys were always up. So, um, yeah, it was a good spot to kind of run into each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Alrighty guys, we're going to start with some final words. Um, Kristen, why don't we start with you? Some final words and final thoughts on, on Dom day. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, a privilege and an honor to be a part of it, I think. And uh, you guys have done such a great job with, I think you can tell how much we enjoy it. I don't go, I'm not as regular as I would like to, but I do try and I, and I just love seeing how happy everyone is and it's just such a good energy to be around. So um, I will continue to try my best to get there as much as I can, because it's just good for the soul. <laughs> That's awesome stuff. Candice, final thoughts. I, uh, I cherish and absolutely love Dom Day, all the friendships that we've made. And um, just after that whole weekend of laughing your asses off over absolutely nothing, I get the blues and we're all texting each other like, oh, is it really over? Is it really over? Um, the last two years, two candidates, it's been a bit, a bit of a hole in my soul. So I'm really excited to fingers and toes crossed, you know, do it, do it again this summer and make up for the last two years of missing it. So I'm so happy you guys are keeping it going. And uh, I just love everyone that that's a part of it. Some stuff, Amanda, final thoughts. Uh, firstly, thank you to the first generation who has kept it going and passed it on to us and allowed us to be friends and create friendships. Um, this is going to be corny, but I saw something the other day that said laughter is, is as therapeutic as meditation, exercise, and pleasure at the same time. But it kind of drops off when you start your working life and then comes back in your eighties. But I think Dom Day makes up for all of that gap in between for the people who are lucky enough to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. Donnie, final thoughts. I like that. That was that's well said. So these so to me, these these three gals, I mean, first thing is the reflections of uh, Cote, close your ears, but the reflections of good parenting and, uh, you know, they 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 epitomize a lot of the things about Dom day, you know, great smiles, laughter, giggles, always willing to be a part of anything, always willing to share stories, uh, not afraid to make fools of themselves and not afraid to laugh at others that make fools of themselves. So they're like, you know, they're definite, uh, you know, reflections of their parenting and, uh, we've been lucky to have them. I've known them for a long time now. And I remember first meeting, uh, Candace and Amanda at, uh, at my restaurant, way back mm-hmm. when, when they were on their way back from a vacation stopped in and and uh my first restaurant and then uh Kristen I on the, the big story I never forget with Kristen is one time on the on one of the 10 men trips with Lake Placid there was a bunch of us that drove up to Canada and we and we oh my God, were drive, yes. driving up to get Cote and and Kanger Kanger was with us and Buff and I think uh who JD. else was it JD yeah and so we came yep. up, came over <laughs> over to your door and we picked up Kote and then we went to your, you're working at the Photoshop and yeah. we went in and had this great photo taken with our 10 men, <laughs> purple jackets on. And we were yeah. just 
and we couldn't even see the lens, you know. And no. uh, but anyhow, <laughs> who lots was driving? Of, uh, buff, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. Buff, the responsible one. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, it was great. And so we you know, great, lots of great memories. And like I said, just uh, epitomize everything that, that Dom Day represents to me. And uh, we've been, we've been lucky to have them on board and I, I hope to Hector at every one they could possibly make uh, for the rest of the uh, rest of time. Great stuff. Yeah. Babe, final thoughts. Yeah. I mean, these three are like nieces to me. Um, just love them. And they, you know, as we talked about it, Cote mentioned, you know, our friends, you know, are all our buddies and our kids now being buddies is pretty special. And, you know, for the Coates Patterson relationship, you know, it goes back another generation of, you know, Ma Cote and, and my mom, Mrs. P, you know, going to nursing school. So it's really neat to see the third generation of, of our friendship. And it's so much fun. And, you know, when you guys talk about all the things that you've done through, you know, Dom Day, it just brings back so many great memories. And I, I can't stop smiling. You know, every time we're on these calls, I just get a big grin. And and it's so neat. And it's it's, it's neat, you know, when the, the next generation takes over the second generation and you three girls have, have brought so much energy to it through all the years. Like there's so much laughter from, from that Coates, uh, you know, containment uh, area. And it's, it's nonstop. <laughs> it is just, and it's wonderful to be part of, and I love you guys. And I can't wait to see you guys again. We love and you, babe. Likewise, I'm going yeah. to throw one thing in and uh, you know, I did promise Doug, who's Kristen's fiance, um, he is an excellent barbecue and food smoking guy. So I did say to Doug, if you come and play, we'll call it Doug's Diamond Side Grill and Barbecue Smokehouse. So just remember that. And, and he can do all the work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, don't tell him that now. Yeah. He's got to sign his rookie contract first. Cote, final thoughts. Well, I'm thrilled that the, the three girls could be on here tonight. Um, obviously, known them all for a long, long time, and uh, it's great. I, I guess I will single out Candace as one of the funniest people uh, on this earth. Um, yeah. Plus, throw a couple, really? of baby, couple of cocktails into her. It, it is an absolute treat to party yeah. to, with that one above and beyond uh, Amanda and Kristen. But but she certainly stirs the drink. And uh, but to all three of them, you know how much I love all all of you guys. And uh, it'll be it'll be great if uh, Kristen even if you can get up there for for part of a day this year with a, another child on the way. It's uh, yeah. it'll it'll reduce your schedule, but certainly. Um, this is going to be a special Dom day. I know it will happen. And I mm -hmm. would think that it's going to be full throttle for those who can attend. And I'm sure that these three will make it uh, extra special. That's awesome stuff. Um, so guys, just for me, some final thoughts, obviously these three have a very special uh, part in my heart. Uh, you know, they are some of my earliest memories from, from Dom day um, start, start with these guys. And obviously their, their, their brothers, Spencer, Danny, and, and Andrew, just amazing people. I mean, I think back to, you know, those sitting competitions that, that we'd have when we were little kids and, you know, all the other kids, all the other guys would be out playing lacrosse and I'd be sitting around, which probably explains why I get drafted a little bit lower than them, but just a <laughs> lot of great memories with, with you guys. Some of the things that, you know, I, I remember are like red alert, rickshaw and 80, some inside jokes that we used to have as kids. Um, but I mean, ultimately guys, uh, it's, it's great to, to have you guys on this show. You guys are a huge part of Dom day. Um, it's awesome 
that, you know, you guys continue to come. It's great that Kevin's a part of it. And I hope, you know, as well, Amanda and, and Kristen that you guys know, and, and all the other ladies that are listening, that your significant others are always more than welcome to join this, this tournament. Um, so hopefully Zach and, and Doug, when they're ready, uh, can, can suit up and, and play in Dom Day because their spot is definitely waiting. Um, and, and same goes for the countless other Dom Day daughters who, who listen to our podcast. So guys, I'm going to leave it here. Uh, it was great seeing the Coats girls. And we'll be back again next week for another great episode of Don Day Tales. In the meantime, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the Don Day Tales podcast. Bye.